I'm Brian Sparkman, and my hope through this podcast is that those of us in the black LGBTQ plus community and others find our rightful place on life's journey. So come along to listen, to learn, and to share our voices, our journey. More than just letters. Coming up next. First of all, we need to stand together as a community. Well, Tyra Carter, you know I love you. You know I, I love you in my heart. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining us today. Our voices, our journey. Um, we're going to talk about uh, a lot of things today, but first, like all my guests, we got to do a little icebreaker. You know, we, we go way back, but we're going to just break the ice, just kind of chill, have a little fun, just to kind of segue into the, the important topics today. How does that sound? Good. Let's go. Good. You're looking fly. You're looking, she's looking, my God, people who can't, she, she, well, she got it. Thank you. <laughs> Come you on, too. Essence. You're looking good. Come on, you looking good too? You know, sure. You was. I got. I was like, let me go to the closet. Let me get something clean and like, let me shave. And I got. <laughs> I got to be ready because you, 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 you never have step. So, all right, let's get it started. Ten questions. Question number one: Twizzlers or red vines? Twizzlers. Ooh, Twizzlers. That's always a choice. Oh. All right. Question number two: White potato salad or yellow potato salad? Neither. What? <laughs> Really? I don't eat potato salad. <laughs> okay, that's just, it's all good. <laughs> all right. Grits, sugar or salt? Sugar. For sugar, all right, for sure, for sure. All right, I still love you. All right, question number, <laughs> <laughs> question number four. <laughs> caramel or caramel? Caramel. And, uh, question number five. All right, and this might... I don't know. Is that final Michael answer? Jackson. Oh, she said Michael. All right. No wrong answer. <laughs> okay. Tabasco, Frank's, or Crystal's hot sauce? <laughs> Frank's. What do I got in my cabinet? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Love spicy. You said you're spicy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, come on. Question number seven. Nene Leaks or Kenya Moore? I like Nene Leaks. DD. Question number eight, cocktail, liquor, or drink? If I'm going to the club, mm -hmm. give me a drink. Okay, get you a drink. Right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm at home chilling, I don't have a cocktail. Question number nine, Slim Luther or Thick Luther? Thick Luther. Come on, Thick Luther. Nothing like it. That's just, there, there is a right answer for that one. And question number 10, the last question for this icebreaker. Butterfly or Tootsie Roll? <laughs> Butterfly, uh-uh. Oh, that's old. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Thank you for that. How you feeling? How you feel? How you feel? I'm Gucci. <laughs> right. I love it. I love it. I love it. When did you first know you were part of the LGBTQ plus community? Hmm. I had to be. Hmm. I I was definitely in elementary school. Okay. All right. Definitely elementary school. I just knew I was different from the guys. Okay. You know, and I kind of. 
gravitated towards the girls and doing all the girly things. And my brothers like sports. I like dance. Um, they like video games. I like playing with Cabbage Stout. Cabbage Patch Kids, and like different little things like that. And even like little crazy stuff. Like I used to try to run home before my parents got home from work and my brothers got there. And I used to try on my mom's makeup and her lipstick and her shoes. Like, so I always knew. Okay. I always knew. You always knew. Okay. Okay. For, for people who are, who are listening or for watching, uh, you know, Tyra and I go back um, some years and we, we, we met, um, we're reconnected, I guess we met initially years and years ago, but reconnected through a, through a mutual, mutual friend. My first uh, question to you um, is, you know, how do you feel now about the visibility of the uh, transgender community today? I think it's amazing. I think it's amazing. I think um, we came a long way and we still got a long way to go. The trans community gets like the short end of the stick on the LGBTQ plus. And how so? The, how, how, how so when you say the short end of the stick, like in what ways? <clears throat> uh, people who don't know, people who may not be aware of it. I don't think <clears throat> they fight hard for us like we fight hard for them. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And even the 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 straight community they think we're freaks. You know what I'm saying? They don't understand. You know, they think we good for doing hair and makeup um and the men think we good for just sex. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So even our community, the LGBTQ+, like I just feel like they don't fight for us. I've heard people say, gay men say, oh, um, I'm kind of scared of transgenders or drag queens. And we're totally different, mind you. But they say, oh, I'm- Something to remember, you know, totally different, totally different, two different- two Totally different. different. different yeah. And they be like, oh, they scare me. Like, and then like, I even had like a close friend of mine say like, Luckily, you know, you my sister because I just didn't get it. I didn't understand until, you know, you transitioned and you you educated me on it. But at one point, he was scared to be around transgenders and drag queens because he didn't get it. Didn't get it. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? I just I just don't think that people fight hard for us at all. I don't I don't they don't they don't fight for us at all. I, I... I, I agree with that. I actually agree with that point um, very much because, again, we're, we're we're seeing these cases of transgender women. Um, I think have been dominating uh, media for for quite some time, and we're seeing it, you know, almost regularly. Where where, where transgender women are being murdered, and there there doesn't seem to be this. There there is there is an awareness maybe on social media or people are reposting but a call to action. There's no sort of visceral reactions, I think, uh, globally around this issue where, where, it's, where, where, where violence is being targeted to a community that's never, never fucking okay. It's never okay, you know? And so I just totally agree. Unfortunately, I, I agree with that. Um, you know, again, I'm not, you know, creating a narrative of speaking for every person, but I think that this is, you know, there's, there is some, uh, there's a reasonable accuracy to this statement. But I think that especially within the African-American community as it as you know african-american community and on top of that the lgbt african-american lgbtq plus community that it's almost like <clears throat> again we aren't fighting hard enough we, we aren't you know there isn't an allyship 
what kinds of things do you think we can do to kind of galvanize the community? First of all, we need to stand together as a community. Stop thinking you better than this person and that person better than this person. I think you need, if you don't understand, get to know somebody so you can understand. You know what I'm saying? And stop playing the blame game. Oh, she must have got killed because she was tricking a man. Oh, she probably deserved it, fooling these men. Like, like just get to know get to know a trans girl or a trans guy. Just get to know and get a clear understanding of what made them go down this road. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, just get to know somebody. Person to person. Person to person. <laughs> Simple. Without judging them. Just get to know that person. It's just about getting to know people. It's just people to people. You know, it's not about, again, more than just letters, right? We're more than just letters. It's not just about right. all the T or the B or the L or whatever. It's just like, again, getting to know somebody else who, who's just maybe different than you, right? And then people, people think that we wake up one day, ooh, I want to be a woman. Mm. No. Ooh, I want to be gay. No. Touche. Right. <laughs> right. Absolutely. No, that ain't how it happened. This way. Yeah. People are born and like I was born this way. I always felt inside that I was a, even when I was a kid, I felt like I was a little girl. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of people say, "Oh, uh, why is she doing that? Uh, won't she just be a boy? Why can't she just be gay?" First of all, I'm not gay. Uh, my high in high school, my freshman year in high school, and I told my parents that I wanted to be a woman. The first thing my daddy said, <laughs> well, why can't you just be gay? Wow. <laughs> well, daddy, I'm not gay. Right. And then when I transitioned, yeah, it was hard for him or whatever, but he was like, you my daughter. That's but beautiful. I love that story. That's beautiful. Because you just have to get to know the person. They had to get to know this person. I had to throw it in their face. You know, and make them learn who I am. You know what I'm saying? For them to understand and to get it. You know? We're courageous enough to stand in what was true, even against any opposition, whether that was parents or whomever, you stood in that truth. You were courageous enough to say, This is this is who I am. And they had to kind of they had to, you know, they had to change to that. They had to adapt to that. They had to they had to learn. They had to grow. It wasn't easy. It took some years. <laughs> <laughs> what did they say? It, Nothing in life worth having is easy. Comes easy. You know? It was hard. It was really hard, but we're good now. We're I love it. I know you mentioned before, you've mentioned several times that there are a lot of uh, young people who come up, uh, who are coming up, growing up, and who look up to you, right? Because, mm -hmm. you know, going back to that idea of, I, I say courageous as fuck, Cour courageous AF. That's my girl, like Tyra, that's definitely you, right? You embody that very much. You live that. And there are a lot of people who, uh, young, young, uh, young girls who are transitioning, or young people who are transitioning, I guess, who, who, who look up to you and, and, and reach out to you. What kinds of things do they, do they, what kinds of things do they find themselves wanting to, to, to know? Or what are they looking for a lot of times when they kind of reach out and, and look up, you know, to, to, to you and your journey? Oh. Uh 
of a lot of girls, young girls coming up, you know, they always in my, they always DMing me. Oh, I heard about you and I've been watching you and I've been seeing your social media. I see you on girlfriend. What can, how can my transition be easier? Like mm -hmm. what kind of hormones can, can I take? Where can I get them from? You know, things like that. How can I go about getting my name changed? Like, how was the conversation with you and your parents? You know, and, you know, how did you survive? Like, mm. like those type of questions. Wow. This girl inboxed me a couple days ago. And mind you, I haven't talked to her probably <clears throat> in about two years. Okay. Or whatever, just you know, following up, you know, telling me, you know, what what's going on with her and, and the things that I said to her and how she, you know, she took my advice and, and ran with it and you know, like all that it makes me feel good inside. No. <laughs> you had, you had to, I mean, you let the charge. If I wasn't strong, the things that I went through in my life, it could have broke me. You know what I'm saying? It could have broke me. Like, I contemplated suicide before. You know, like, it could have really broke me, but I had to stay strong. I had to focus. I had to live in my truth. And I just had to deal with whatever came my way. That's it. What, do you, what would you say, if, if you had to point to something or point to some things, where did that courage come from? I didn't have no option. I had to finish shit out. I had to prove my parents wrong. Mm. I had to prove the people, the, the naysayers and the doubters, I had to prove to them that I can be a trans woman and live my best life just like y'all do. You know what I'm saying? Like, like this, is, this, wasn't, this, this was something that had to happen. You know mm. what I'm saying? Because if I was still, I probably would be dead by now if I never transitioned. Because when I trans... Be, Right before I transitioned, I got depressed because I knew I this what that wasn't me. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. right. So like transitioning was the best thing that could have ever happened in my life. And then going over to Bangkok, mind you, by myself at 25 years old to get a sex change. If I don't accomplish anything in life, mm. I accomplish that. Absolutely, 100%. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Because Absolutely. that was something that I had to do to make myself whole. Right. I had to get that to make myself feel whole. And it was the best decision I ever made in my life. Even my father, with all the issues we had, you know, he, he used to be like, you're so beautiful. He was like, I don't want nobody to hurt you. So mm. when I told him I was going to get my sex changed, he was like, this is the best thing you could ever do for yourself because... You too beautiful. Somebody's gonna hurt you if 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 they know what's down there between your legs. So this is the best thing for you. I commend you for doing this. I had to show them this is who I am. I stand in it. This is me. This is my truth. Y'all gonna have to respect it or not deal with me, period. I love it. I hope that I hope that those people out there who are listening, who maybe who are trying to find uh, maybe some of that courage or maybe trying to find a way that, that, that you guys just really, that you individuals, you people just kind of take these words uh, to heart. And well, for people who may be struggling with coming out to their family as transgender, you know, what, what advice would you give those um, individuals who haven't 
who don't know what to do, who maybe who have questions, who maybe have, you know, this trepidation, there's some concern, there's, you know, what kinds of things maybe would you would advice, maybe would you give that that 25 year olds who's out here now who maybe doesn't have that, you know, strength or the courage to maybe to, to go overseas for, for that step? What, would you, what, what advice would you give them? It's, it's no way around it. Like, you have to pull the Band-Aid off. You know what I'm saying? It's no way around it. If you want to be happy, you know what I'm saying? You have to live with the, live, live your truth, regardless of what your parents, brothers, sisters, whoever, whatever they got to say, you have to live in your truth. And yes, some parents won't get it. They won't understand it. Yes, your brothers might be calling you a fag, or your sisters might not get it, but you have to rip that Band-Aid off. And you're going to have to just deal with whatever comes your way and be strong enough to, to get through it. Simple as that. Like, it's, it's no easy way around it because transitioning is just, it's hard. Right. It's hard from being born a guy and transitioning into a woman or a girl. You know what I'm saying? That's a huge step. And you have to be mentally prepared for it you know what i'm saying because the world is crazy they don't care nothing about us yeah they don't care about us at all right. you know what i'm saying so you have to be mentally ready for it because if you're not mentally ready for it it will break you it will destroy you well, were there things that you were, were there things that you maybe for yourself that you did or or information that you that you found that helped you kind of be ready for for those things that might might happen those what ifs my trans mother brisha rest in peace she kind of pushed me the things that she used to do mm. and it was so like my kid self i was scared as, as fuck i'm sorry no you're fine I was yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like she should do this. Like I used to go to her house and, and, and dress up and all this stuff. And then we'll go hit the town. But yeah. the things that she would do, <laughs> like on our way, I'm thinking I'm going to her house. Yeah. And she end up taking me to my house and I'm fully up in it. Wow. Really? Fully looking like a girl. And so I will never forget. Mm. We think it, it was me and my sister Tiana, and we was on our way to, to Brisha's house, and then she hit some corners, and we realized that she was taking us home. Do you know how fast we were pulling stuff? Like <laughs> <laughs> she was like, "Girl, y'all need to let y'all parents know." <laughs> it was seriously crazy. like she really pushed me. Like God she pulled that bandaid off. Like she really pulled. She ripped that bandaid. Yes. <laughs> yes, she used to always do little stuff like that. But I get it. I get it now. Get it. She always told me to live in my truth. She always told me to to be me, be myself. She was a one of a kind. I miss her so much. You know what I'm saying? Like that's why I'm so brave. I think it's because of her. So, so I would say kind of transitioning to the, my next question, last question for you is, you know, you talked about um, this courage that you developed and, and, you know, living in that truth and, and being able to, to stand, stand firm and stand tall, you know, along, you know, your journey, you know, of embracing that truth, you know, what is something that has been most surprising or what's something that has, you know, what's something that you've been most proud of for yourself along your own journey that someone else could probably take, take, you know, take away from that. 
What I'm most proud of is is not taking no for an answer and just living my life and living my best life, you know, and by me living my life and living in my truth, you know, and my family, all these years later, my family is so comfortable, you know, my daddy, that's my daughter, my mama, that's my daughter, my brothers, that's my sister, my nieces and nephew, that's my auntie, you know what I'm saying? So I'm proud that I'm still here. I'm healthy. You know what I'm saying? I got a, a long way to go. I still got things to do. You know what I'm saying? I'm just, I'm just, right. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. And the struggle brought me to this position that I'm in today. Mm-hmm. I had to go through the struggle. I had to walk through the trenches. You know what I'm saying? Like I had to fight. I had to I had to focus, you know, I had to keep my eye on the prize. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And that's why I'm here to, to right now. That's why I'm here. You, you've, you've offered a lot of jewels of wisdom. Um, I thank you. Um, I, I hope that, you know, your message, your story will hope to, you know, I hope that it inspires. I know it will inspire. Tyra, you know, you're my heart. I love you. Thank you so much. For, I love you too. For sharing your story. I know this will help many people and definitely we'll have Tyra back. If you have questions, uh, comments, please leave them. Another episode. I love you too. We got to do this again. Absolutely. For sure. We got to, we, 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 we are going to do, it. we going to do it again. So I'm so down. And, I appreciate you. No, I, appreciate I love you. what you're doing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hope we can, you know, heart to heart, heart reaches heart. So we'll, we'll, we'll see. Stay tuned. Another, another episode, our voice is our journey more than just letters. Thank you.